friends, it's me, James Boyd, and welcome back to it for another installment of The Legacy, Wisdom from the Life of Jesus. Before we get started, I'd like to, to remind you to please uh, like and subscribe to our messages so we can keep you on top of the new stage as soon as they came out. I really love how these uh, stories have been stretching our thinking about Jesus. Last time we saw that uh, he didn't fit the stereotype we often have of Jesus as a far-off ascetic who just sit around and spout theology all the time. He interacted with people. He went to social gatherings, didn't even mind providing the refreshments when it was needed. And I'm going to talk to that to you today about another facet of Jesus' life that a lot of us don't tend to think about. Jesus got angry. Some of you may have noticed a meme going around on social media that says something to the effect of, next time someone asks you what would Jesus do, remind them that turning over tables and chasing people with whips is within the realm of possibility. You can tell a lot about a person by what makes them angry. It shows a lot about where their priorities really are. A well-known preacher once told his congregation that he was speaking to, millions of children are going to bed hungry tonight, and most of you don't give an expletive deleted. Obviously, that shocked the people, but then he followed up by saying, the sad thing is, most of you are more angry that I use that word than you are over the children going to bed hungry. Okay, I'm going to challenge another sacred cow a lot of people have about Jesus, and I'm sure you probably noticed by now I enjoy doing that. You know what they say, sacred cows make the best steaks. But listen to what I'm about to say. Jesus doesn't call us to be nice. Does he call us to be kind? Yes. Compassionate? Yes. Forgiving? Yes, but not nice. Nice comes from a position of weakness, where the other things come from a position of strength. Pastor Tim Keller insightfully pointed out that Jesus was not crucified because he was a nice guy doing nice things. He was crucified because the uh, status quo of the time saw him as a threat. And even if you notice, some of the Jesus' greatest acts of mercy and compassion were done in a very in-your-face way toward his critics. And as we're about to see, that's a point Jesus sought to make from the very beginning. We're about to look at Jesus' first public appearance in Jerusalem, and he made sure that it was an eventful one. It was the great holiday of Passover, in which countless Jews had made the pilgrimage to the city. For the city officials, this was one of the biggest events of the year, and they made a point to roll the city out and display it in all its splendor. Okay, but Jesus comes to the temple, and he sees people... Uh, selling sacrificial animals and um, exchanging foreign money. Now, on one hand, this was a problem because uh, the, the sacrificial animal was to be raised by the person who was offering it. But at the same time, the um, intent of this may not have necessarily started off bad. It may have started off as a matter of convenience because a lot of these people had to travel a long way and it would have been easier for them to have simply bought the animal there than have to make the long trip with it. But as we know, um, Anytime there are large crowds, the temptations for price gouging and inflation are always there. If you've ever gone to a ball game or a music park and had to pay $5 plus for a watered-down flat soft drink, you know exactly what I mean. So when Jesus sees people exploiting this very holy time of year, he get, takes some ropes or cords and he fashions a crude whip and he chases the merchants and their animals out of the temple, turns over their tables, and throws the money on the floor. He orders them to get these things out of here. Don't turn my father's house into a shopping center. But of course, the religious leaders were not at all happy with what uh, Jesus did. They, they say, uh, you think, who, are you, who do you think you are to do this? You have some kind of God-given right. If you do, you better show us a sign to, uh, to prove it. Jesus says, okay, destroy this temple, and in three days, it'll raise it back up again. Obviously, the religious leaders were totally off guard by this because... Uh, the temple that they were thinking about took roughly 46 years to build. But they didn't understand that the temple Jesus was referring to was referring to his own body. 
And after he rose from the dead, the disciples remembered that, and it would become a very powerful affirmation of faith for them. Earlier I talked about how um, the lack of anger um, indicates a lack of passion. And trust me, passion was something Jesus had in abundance. And what, was the, what were the things Jesus was passionate about? He was passionate about his Father's glory and for the needs of suffering people. And when he saw those things being exploited for people's greed, his, his anger was obviously very understandable. And if you spend any time watching quote-unquote Christian TV today or other things like that, you know full well that this problem is worse today than it's ever been. Friends, religion has nothing to do with Jesus. Religion is and always has been the enemy of Jesus. Jesus was crucified by religious people. So please join us next time uh, when we talk about this further and we see Jesus confront this horrible enemy known as religion even further. So make sure you don't miss it. Again, please uh, subscribe to our channel. Like it, push the like button if you, if you did like us. Hopefully you did. And please pass along to your friends. In the meantime, thanks again for joining us. And as always, keep it real just like Jesus did.